This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. It's always fun to hang out with you in public, Chris. Yeah, it is, finally, when we get to. Yeah. We went where'd, you, to, where'd you guys go? We went to the comedian show at the Uptown. Tic Tataro. It was amazing. You have such a weird way of sentences. <laughs> Do I? It's like, it's like minimalist poetry. We went to... Minimalist poetry. I yeah. like that. Comedy show. Or, or Bush, the band Bush. Just, less words work more when speaking. Yes, less words. Yes, that's it. <laughs> Was oh, it packed? There were more people than I expected. We sh- arrived up there a little bit before 7. The line was literally around the block. Yeah, doors were at 6. Show started at 7. At Uptown. Yeah. Really? We, yeah. And so I don't, what's the capacity there? Just a guess. I'm not good at guessing. 2,000? 3,000, 4,000? Several thousand? That might be a little bit over. Yeah, two. Because since two, it two, was three. seats. Yeah. Since there had to be a seat for every single person. That's true. Um, but yeah, you know, my theory is to show up fashionably late. Yeah, you told me to arrive at the venue at 7. Yeah. I was there at 7.07. You still weren't there. Right. Take- I get to my seats looking for you. Maybe you've approached me before because I left my phone in my car. Still weren't there. I was getting nervous. And then as soon as the opener ends... Here comes a group of six people <laughs> interrupting everybody's Everybody. flow. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I, listen, I didn't think it was going to be that early. And I've never been to a sit-down show at Uptown. Now I get it. Every single person, all 1,992 people mm. were sitting down, ready, had their drinks, were ready for the show. And then, yeah, we just popped in. Disturbed everyone. We're in everybody's way that was behind. See, I don't think I've ever been to a show at Uptown that was all seats. What did you think of that? I I thought it was good. I didn't I think we were going to see as well as we did way in the back because we were yeah. way in the back because we had six seats together. Um, I had a woman who had quite the hairdo in front of me, so I had to go from side to side when she. You're nine went. feet tall. Why well, I didn't want to be tall for the people behind me? You know, so I'm don't always wear your hair up that. if you're going to the theater. Yeah. Don't wear a top hat if you're going to the theater. <laughs> 69 on 96.5 The Buzz. Say hello. Hello. Good morning. That is the Monday and Friday version of Stacey Moody right there. It's a, well, listen, I could never compare, but she's pretty awesome. She's good. No, you're you're great, Justin. I'm so glad that you're here. And we've had <laughs> you, you for a week now, and it's Monday and Friday. You're our buddy. I'm, I'm in. digging it. You like it? Yeah, I do. Good. good. I'm, I'm 100%. Gl- I'm glad it's not like a... Something, something measuring contest in here. <laughs> but Justin, Justin. Yes. Welcome to the club. The club of the 2020 
pops tires because of potholes. Listen, it, it. I'm not saying it was awful, but it was awful. It was awful. What happened? It's awful. I was driving down. I was getting on the Broadway Bridge, and there was a grate. Well, next to the grate is what we'll call a pothole. It was not a pothole. Crater? It was a crater. Yeah. It was a crater to the moon. Now, I know those physics don't really line up. But they do was, in Kansas City. Everyone driving knows exactly what you're talking it about. It was. And as soon as I hit it, I knew. The sound that my tire made, it was like, well, here we go. And then all the all the alarms started going off, you know. Yeah. Five, ten, fifteen. You're down to eight. You're down to two. Pull over. The hazard lights went on automatically. Like, it was a whole It was a whole situation. So I waited for AAA for... Two and a half hours, but because I have low because I have low profile tires, I had to get two. You can't just get one. The tread has to be the same. Oh God. So that's a nightmare. This is at night oh, as well. Yes. Oh. You were stranded on the bridge for two hours. No, I here's here is the here's the interesting part. I pulled I had to pull under the bridge because I couldn't I knew I couldn't get on the bridge because where am I gonna pull over? Right. right. So I pulled I pulled under the bridge and waited, you know, in a in a less well lit area of Kansas City uh for, for quite some time. And shout out to, to the people that, that fixed my tire because they, they did Wait, it do in, you not know how to change a tire? Absolutely not. Are you serious? Absolutely. You put not. the jack under the car, you jacked the car up. Well, I guess you needed a second tire so you wouldn't have been able to have just one spare well and i didn't even know how to put the spare on the guy the guy came and he was like goodness i said sir please help me if you've ever met me i'm not really the change entire type right i could change a tire i could change your oil i could Mm. flush your transmission transmission you can flush transmissions i'm a lesbian come on man (laughs) music Holiday. We're digging deep into history because we're all a bunch of nerds and bringing you on this day in history with Jordan Silver and friends. Hundred years ago, front page of the Kansas City Kansan, a judge is going to let two people get divorced. When I read the story, you pick who's in the wrong. Hundred years ago, that'd be fun. And I can see this kind of happening these days as well. Uh, actually, no. Might not be able to happen nope. these days. I'll explain all that coming up with front page of the Kansas City Kansan 100 years ago. But first, Chris, let's kick it off with what happened on this day in 2019. Oh boy, uh, YouTube stopped all comments on videos featuring children because the pedophiles were out in droves leaving comments. Dear God. I, uh, I like how they say pedophile in England. Pedo. <laughs> Pedo. 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 <laughs> Pedo. On this day in 2013, the brains of two rats are successfully connected so that they can share information. And I can't get a text back still. Well, you need to connect your brain with them. No, even these brain, these rats can have their brains share information and a girl won't text me back. <laughs> On this day in 2012, yeah, we'll just move past that. we discovered a prehistoric giant penguin that stood taller than six feet. I'm so glad they found my dad. Um, 37 million years ago, your dad's family originated in Antarctica. Well, have you seen me? I'm six foot four and I kind of look like a penguin. What do you think, Chris? If you put a suit on. Tall and squatty. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) On this day in 2012, Patrick Stump makes a blog post titled, We Liked You Better Fat, Confessions of a Pariah, prompting Pete Wentz to get a hold of him and get the band back together. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys remember this or not, but the band 
said in like 2009-ish, they just got sick of touring, that it was just not fun anymore. And their fans apparently were awful. They're just like booing them on stage at when they would play their new music. So they take a break. Patrick Stump tries his own solo project. The fans are awful, yelling at him, saying things like, we liked you better when you were fat. While he's on stage... So he got depressed, puts this blog post out where he's just like, come on, what? what?" And explaining it all. And then Pete Wentz goes, all right, let's get the boys back together. So did he get fat again? And that's your question out of all this. <laughs> that's your question out of all of this. Yes. I don't know, kind of. On this day in 1997, purchasers of cigarettes in the United States must prove they're over 18. That means you can no longer ask your little three-year-old nephew to go to the store and pick you up your pack of cigarettes. 97. Ooh. Do you guys smoke? Have you ever smoked? I smoked for two weeks in April of 2008. Why? Oddly specific. Welcome to Chris, (laughs) Justin. I had to stop. It was disgusting. Tobacco, no. Okay. On this day in 1994, the Brady Law goes into effect, which imposes a wait period to buy guns. And this is James Brady, who got shot during the attempted assassination of Ronald Reagan. This is a very important day for me and for Sarah and for all of those who have worked so hard to see the Brady Bill become law. But it is even a more important day for America because I know firsthand the damage that guns can do. He gets shot in the face. Mm. Did he? No, did he? Did, no, not in the face. Oh, he was talking like he had a stroke. He did. Well, it yeah, affected him where it's, it's definitely not mm-hmm. able to live the normal life. Isn't that weird? Yeah. You can hear that? Yeah. Like our commercial where it says, I'm smiling. Now I'm not smiling. Can you hear it? Mm. Way to take something serious and turn it into sure a joke, can. Jordan. <laughs> On this day in 1993, agents raided the Branch Davidian Church in Waco, Texas, leading to a 51-day standoff and 76 people dead. Here's Joanne Vega, who was a child during that. She ended up telling me when I had gotten home from school that day that my parents had died and I wasn't mad. I didn't cry because that was what David had said was going to happen. We were all going to die. So psychologists are, quote, fascinated by the narcissism of cult leaders. It's like on the spectrum of narcissism, there's like baby narcissist. There's people that I date, and then there's cult leaders, like right after that, right? Um, but apparently they are so self-involved, and they think that they're so great that they think that God talks to them. Unlike, you know, when you go to church, it's a different kind of thing. Yeah. But this is God talking directly to them. Oh. It is an overvalued sense of self. I am not drinking that Kool-Aid. No, that was awful. No, that was Jonestown. I'm, yes, yeah, true. You know, same kind of situation. He called his followers Davidians. His name was David. I called mean, him Davidians. That, yeah, that's going somewhere. It's like naming your radio show after you or something. <laughs> Who On does this, that? <laughs> On this day in 19... 19- Me and Laszlo, actually. Me <laughs> <Yeah>. and Laszlo. <laughs> On this day in 1983, the final episode of MASH airs Holds the record for the highest viewership ever for a season finale. 106 million people. That's 26 million more than the next highest one, which was Cheers. Hey, good for you. Yeah. Do you remember anything else from that list? As uh, far as shows? 
greatest, uh, most watched finales of all time? Yeah. You got uh, Seinfeld mm-hmm. with like 76 million. Okay, we don't need the numbers. Okay. I love that you do know that, though. <laughs> Seinfeld, yep, you're uh, right. Friends. Um, yep. And there's some other ones, too. Magnum P.I., Home Improvement. Oh, Tim Allen. That had, yeah. Number 10 on the Ooh. list of most highest viewship of a, of a season finale. That's a third of the country. 106 million. One third of the people. Right? Yes, actually. And that's going to be a very important fact coming up with another thing we're doing for this day in history. I love when it all fits in perfectly like this. <laughs> On this day in 1979, Mr. Ed. Hello. I'm Mr. Ed. Greatest show of all time. A horse is a horse, of course, of course. And no one can talk to a horse, of course. That is, of course, unless the horse is the famous Mr. Ed. Go right to the source. Well, he died on this day in 1979. Okay. Allegedly. 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 Because I was digging deeper into this, and no one knows exactly what happened to the real Mr. Ed, whose name was Bamboo Harvester right Mm -hmm. now. And now you all know my password to my email, so I'm going to change that after this. But uh, there's three stories of what happened to Mr. Ed. And nobody knows the correct one. Nobody knows the correct one. The first story is that he was euthanized. Mm -hmm. The second one was that he died from an accidental tranquilizer shot. Oh. And the third one was that just old age. Um, But the horse that played Mr. Ed that died on this day in 1979 was actually one that was used for uh, promotion photos, publicity shots Hmm. of Mr. Ed. So there were multiple Mr. Eds. Really? Yeah. Was he sent to the glue factory? That Starbucks that you had in your pocket yesterday? (gasps) Oh. Crap. I just... I didn't realize there was a show about a talking horse. What the what? hell? Never heard Have of you, it. Have you, Mr. Ed? How never old are you? heard of it. 31. That doesn't make any sense. How have you never heard of Mr. Ed, Justin? Listen, I lived a very sheltered life, and when I was allowed to watch TV, it was all my children. This might as well be the same thing. <sighs> it was a show back in the 60s about a man and his talking horse. Yeah. A, and the horse does tricks and stuff. Don't. If, if you like animals and being humane to animals, don't look up how they got his lips moving. Mm. Peanut butter. No, not peanut butter. No? Fish wa- fishing wire. What? So the peanut butter is a, 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 a nice myth? And, well, I don't think it's a myth. I think that they did do that a little bit. But I, if you look it up, it says fishing wire on the, oh, no, on the horse's no, no. lips. I need to move on. All right. On this day in 1954, the first color television sets are offered for sale. And here's the moment in history... That television went from black and white to color. Oh, cool. The cameras you see before you are color cameras. They are now transmitting a black and white picture. By pressing this button, which I now do, the cameras are transmitting a live color picture. I don't know what it was, but that tone just made it so that I'm only seeing in black and white. (laughs) Really? I think that's really interesting. When I was young, I, I asked my grandmother once, I said... Were you around when the world was black and white? Okay, so we all because thought everybody that. everybody thinks that. For sure. Because when you look back at photos, they're all in black and white. When they colorize photos from before the 30s, it's just weird. Yeah. The world wasn't meant to be seen like that. Yeah, the Wizard of Oz has mandela effect the entire world in thinking we were black and white before this century. Next. <laughs> mm. Mm. On this day in 1940, the U.S. population... Grows over to over 130 million people. We have some census information. 
The United States of America, youngest by far of the world's great nations, stands today the envy of the civilized world. It's more than 130 million free people, and above all the material blessings, government by consent of the governed. 130 million free people, my ass. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> and now we're at three, over 300 million. Yeah. So that, also not free people. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. That, uh, so that finale really was. A third of the country was watching that television show. And Home ended. Improvement. Why is Home <laughs> Improvement on that list? That was a good show. No, it wasn't. Uh, oh, that's what I did earlier. One more time. Uh, <laughs> I want to end <laughs> the show here, but we're going to move on. On this day in 1939, <laughs> the word "dord" is discovered in the Webster's Dictionary. "Dord" is not a word. It's actually supposed to be like a capital D or a little d to describe uh, the density in physics. Someone made a mistake, put it together, and it lasted in the dictionary for a few years until someone found the mistake. Wow. Hope Webster fired that person. Hmm. They were murdered. Murdered. That, well, that's what you do when you make a mistake mm-hmm. in a dictionary. I would artist. think they would be adored. One more time, the sound from Home Improvement. Uh, Awful. On this day in 1949, <laughs> the first regular steamship service between the West Coast and East Coast completed the first run, taking four months and 22 days. Ooh. Ooh, that was 1849. Four months. This yeah. was California's... The California trip marked the first large-scale connection between the western and eastern United States. Before this time, letters and packages required to be traveled by horse and wagon. Could you imagine if it took that long? I don't even check my mail anymore. I don't. I get in trouble. Can I opt out of mail? I wish we could because I get 75,000 pieces a month. I only need three of them. Same. It's such a waste. I stopped checking my mail so much that they put that little green card in my mailbox. Same that says here. Your mailbox has been shut down, <laughs> so it all goes to mom's house. Oh, damn, that's awful. <laughs> all right, on this day 100 years ago, front page of the Kansas City, Kansas, a judge granted a divorce. Let me just read it for you. James Leftwich appeared in court seeking a divorce from his girl wife. What? Quote from the Kansas City, Kansas, his girl wife. He said, Elizabeth... 16 years old, by the way, would sit on the front porch with little clothing and persist into the late hours with other men and shock the neighborhood. The judge asked how long he knew her before marriage, and he said five months. The judge granted a divorce, citing that they were too hastily married, and Elizabeth is now glad to be free so that she can see movies with other men. Wow. So that she can see movies with other men? She's 16. Silent movies? I know that this is 100 years ago, but yeah, I guess so. Silent this is 100... black and white movies. <laughs> 100 years ago, somebody got married to a 16-year-old. Mm, and they, she was too immature. Too immature, yeah. She's sitting on the front porch in Kansas City, Kansas with, quote, little clothing, and she was, quote, persisting into the late hours. Let her live her life, man. I persist outside of Woody's every Saturday night. Same. Mm-hmm. We Same. do it together. Same. <laughs> Some unofficial holidays. It is Pocket Day. There's a rumor that pockets were invented today back in 1590, but they're not sure since it was like four or 500 years ago. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And do you know why the women's pockets are lackluster? No. Because when pockets became into fashion, the women started wearing purses, so they didn't need their pockets as much, so the people who made them didn't want to waste the fabric on it, so they just 
kept them in the men's clothing. Got it. Mm. Yeah, my little pocket on my jeans called my drug pocket. Not that I ever have any. No. Officer. <laughs> but it's my dr- keep going. It is floral arrangement day. <laughs> Because of the birthday of Carl Rittner, and he founded the Rittner School of Floral Design in Boston. Wow. If you ever feel like wanting to go for that career, there's you can make some money. I'm sure. Arranging it's flowers. A, it's an art. It really yes, is. For sure. It is. It is also sleep in public day to I'm raise in. awareness on how important naps are. So when you're on the bus, take a nap. When you're in your car... Take a nap when you're working. Take a nap. Don't take advice from him right now, BuzzFam. When you're in your car driving to work listening to us, please don't nap. Please don't take a nap while you're driving. But when you get to your office. Yeah, of course. The certainly. minute that you, the minute you're on the clock, that's when you can start napping. Um, one more time. Home improvement. Uh, you never know when that info will come in handy. Like maybe for your pub quiz night. That was On This Day in History with Jordan Silver and friends on the bus. Justin and Chris, do you ever forget to save people's phone numbers in your phone when they give them to you? All the time. All the time. <laughs> yes. So then you start getting random texts from numbers that you don't know and you kind of feel bad. Yeah, and then you got to be like, who's this again? Got a new phone. You say you got a new phone? Yeah. Mm. Every time. New phone who this? Yep. Mm. What do you do, Justin? I just say I'm so sorry. I don't remember. I don't quite remember who this is. But I also never delete messages. So sometimes I can kind of read through and, and get piece it through it context. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Well, I delete text messages. <laughs> don't ask. Um, I do that when I get drunk and I'm embarrassed of what I probably did while I was drunk. I, I have something deep and dark in my brain that's protecting my conscious sober self from my drunk self and the things that I text people. But last night after the Tignataro show, Mm -hmm. I was in the car driving home with some friends and a number popped up and sent me a text at 9.13 p.m. And it said, quote, okay, wine is poured and I'm ready with a winky face. Whoa. (laughs) Ready for what? (laughs) That's what everybody in the car was like. Yeah, they're... Wine is poured and I am ready with a winky face. And my friends were like, what are you doing tonight? I thought we were just going to the show when you were going to bed. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't know who just texted me, but I can tell you 100% that this text is not a booty call, but it is about the TV show Love is Blind. Oh. (laughs) Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. I've got a song coming up at 7.05 that is going to be your new obsession. I, I, You know when you hear a banger and in the first three seconds you're like, this is such a great song? All coming up at 7.05 after the news. But first, Chris, tell us what is going on in the world. The opening weekend for the Major League Soccer is this Saturday. We play the Vancouver Whitecaps, and there's going to be parties all over the metro. Google Sporting Pub Network. And it'll give you a list of all the soccer-friendly bars throughout the metro. Awesome. Is there an official Sporting KC opening party somewhere? There's the first kick party at the current square at Prairie Village. Oh, okay. They always do stuff with chicken and pickle, too. Mm. They're on the list as well. All right, what else is going on in the news? Well, uh, Death Cab for Cutie, they played their trans-Atlanticism album in full in Seattle. That means that they played Transatlanticism, the song. 
but one of the greatest songs of all time. They never play that song. That's why that's news. They never play it. Why don't they ever play it? Have you never heard Transatlanticism? I'm not a fan of Death Cab. Oh, for God. This sakes. isn't a Death Cab fan song. This is this is like a moment in musical history time. Like this oh. song will travel, make you travel through 80 different emotions. You've never heard Transatlanticism? I can't by Death say Cab? that I have, but I'm going to listen to it today. Yes, you it are. It is one of the greatest songs ever made. And they never play it because it's like 14 minutes long. Mm. And we don't have it in the system, otherwise I would play it. But wow. <laughs> wow. They're doing something special so that they're playing banger. Transatlanticism. And that album was full of bangers. That's great news. We've got a new subscription service available to add to your monthly payments. For $8.99 at Panera, you can get unlimited coffee. Hmm. That's where you go for coffee? Yeah, how do people go feel for about coffee? Panera coffee? Never had Panera coffee. No, me neither. I can't say that I have either. I have had the pasta bread bowl. Jordan Silver on the bus. Yes, of course, we're a radio station, and we get a lot of music in every single day. And uh, I don't give preferential treatment to my friends that are in bands. Actually, when they send me stuff, I'm like, this better be the best thing that has ever come out of your band because I'm not just going to play you because you're my friends. Mm -hmm. But... This band. These are my two friends, Stevie and Jake. They were in a band called Machine Heart, um, friends in L.A., and they put this band together. This There's so little known about this band that we don't even know how to pronounce their name, technically. We had to go based on what we know through the history of words. Right. right. It's spelled Y-V-E-S. I think that was, is French, is Eves. Okay. Eves. Yeah. And, uh... This is a song that they just put out. Like, this band is brand new. This is the first song that they've put out, but it's such a banger. It's going to be your new obsession. It's going to be, it's like a summer song. It's so catchy. This is The Eves with Road Less Known. Good, right? That I is like a really that. good song. The Eves. The Eves. Y V E S. These are my friends out of LA. Uh, the song is called Road Less Known. Remember the Buzz family texted in. This would be the first song on my playlist for a road trip traveling in the Southwest. Windows down and blaring. Yes. Yes. I absolutely see that. Yeah. I see that at the beginning of like an indie movie when the person is where is like closing up a coffee shop or something and then they're you know, closing up and then they put the uh, the work clothes sign. Mm-hmm. Then they go out and do something really cool. That's how I feel like that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What'd you guys think? What did you think? Yeah, I was definitely saw myself in the back of a Volkswagen 21 window van cruising down uh, Santa Fe, New Mexico in the mountains All watching right. the hot air balloons. Were you the person that texted this in about no. the Southwest? But All the, right. So we're getting a Southwest vibe from yeah, that song. Yeah, for sure. What do you what do you feel like it sounds like? You know, like? I got a very urban driving through the city vibe with the with the top down and the mini coupe. You know, you got one of those, Jay. I think that uh, I, yeah, that's the kind of vibe I got with skyscrapers all around and just the top down, not caring what people you know really think of what we're doing. Yeah, maybe have a little hip flask action going on. Yeah, putting I don't know that on your on your iPod, putting headphones in and just walking and having a good day. Good song, catchy song. Uh, it's the band's called the Eves. I'll find out more information because literally. 
There's nothing about that. We hope we're saying the name right. Yeah, we could be saying it wrong. The song's called Road Less Known. You can listen to it on Spotify. It's there for you to stream right now. Um, if you want more information about the band, which there is little of, but at least you'll see who they are, uh, go to my Instagram and you will find it there. But I'm doing it. It's a Friday. I'm doing it. <gasps> Playing it again. <laughs> the Eves. Road Less Known. Follow the show. Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. Jordan with an I. How clean are either of you, Chris? Like, bodily-wise? Yeah, like, how clean are you? I like, say I'm pretty clean. I like to maintain non-sticky fingers and make sure my body is just overall clean, cleaned. Do you ever just go in somewhere to wash your hands just because you feel like they're gross? Only if they're super dusty, no. Oh, okay. You'll eat with hands that have been touching all these things like the door at Target? Yeah, I do. Justin... How are you when it comes to cleanliness and keeping yourself? Well, if you've ever been to my apartment, it's yeah. pretty spotless. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, I like I like I like everything put away. I like the counters wiped down. I don't like any of that. I, personally, I keep myself very clean. Uh, what about germs? You know, I'm not a fan. Right. Well, nobody is. So um, <laughs> that's how you get the flu. It's how you get things. You know, uh, a lot of bleach yep. uh, is involved in a lot of hand washing. Sometimes unnecessarily, but especially after touching like a phone or a doorknob or something my off my cubicle happens to be right next to a, a hand washing sink which which I thank god for every day there are hand washing sinks do you work well i mean it's a sink do that you work has at the soap. palace okay <laughs> kensington palace you fly over there after this <laughs> jeez uh, i mean with coronavirus flying around all over the place um i'm like are we taking care of ourselves enough i think so. I know people are wearing those masks, but they say only if you have the coronavirus, coronavirus, you should be wearing them. Otherwise, it's pretty useless. Right. Yeah. I, mean, I saw somebody yesterday walking into the grocery store wearing one of those. Yeah? Yeah. Avoid away. What? Avoid them. Oh, yeah. Now I guess I can't go to that grocery store. Well, um, it's droplet contact. So it has to be like a sneeze or a cough or something. So if we're doing all the things that we would normally do for influenza... You know, which is to wash your hands and, and make sure that you're not being around anybody that is ill or staying home when you're sick. Those kinds of things. And I think the threat is reasonably. Yeah, I always feel like this is awful. This is not a way to do it. But I'm like, somebody else has got it. Not got it, coronavirus, but like, that's what we pay taxes for is for like the CDC and stuff to just be like, I'm done with this. We'll take care of it. We'll just protect you all from it. I know that's not the way I should think, but otherwise, I wouldn't leave my house. But also, what are you? Oh, but I, I understand that. But like, what are you gonna do? It's like what I'm gonna get can it, or I'm not do? gonna get it. Yeah. Right? It's not like it's some thing that you go and do and then get. It could be anywhere, right? At any place. So, we found this list of reasonable or extreme things that people do to stay away from germs. Ooh. It's just a list of, of things that people do, and then let's uh, let's just talk through if they're reasonable or if they're a little extreme. Like a okay. hand washing sink. It's all coming up after this. Jordan Silver on the bus. All right, so Justin, you found a list of things that people do to prevent germs, and how do you feel about this list? Is it reasonable or? Well, I. I think it's either one of two things. It's either reasonable or extreme. Okay. So I'm going to read the list of things that that this list has on uh, from Buzzfeed. Yeah. And then your guy, I you know, are you guys going to tell me it's reasonable or extreme? Okay. Use a straw when drinking from a can. Reasonable. 
They yes. do that for germs? Yeah. You know, cans are disgusting. How how do we not think about this? I think about this once a day. You, They're sitting in trucks and people put their hands all over them and stuff is put on top of them. And that is like one thing that you put your mouth directly on when you open it. Oh, my goodness. You're right? right. That's reasonable. Cans are gross. <laughs> I say it's I say it's absolutely reasonable. Okay. Okay. Don't use air dryers in public restrooms. Oh, the poop dust going to go all over the place. The what? The poop dust. Uh, um I'm begging for an explanation. Well, we Actually, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm vetoing that as this show is named after me. Um you yep, yeah, then how are you drying your hands on your pants? Well, hopefully they have paper towels. I do what not What if they do not? I, I will wipe them off. I am not using those poop blasters and just force them all over your face. How do you feel about when there's places like a bowling alley that has those old cloth hand drying I love towels? Those. Oh, what? How do you love those but you hate? <laughs> because they should be if they're legitimate association, they should have uh legitimate le- associations do not have those kind of cloth towel replaceable Hand dryer. You just Usable pull it down. You, I love that because it's a nice thick towel and you, it's all clean by pulling it down. It doesn't recycle it. Yeah, I'm sure. Whatever. Keep going. Oh, boy. All right. Okay, only touch door handles with a napkin. My mother does that. That's reasonable. Or uses the the sleeve of her shirt. Right, but all door handles. This doesn't. This isn't specific to the bathroom, so any door handle. That's what I mean. Yeah. My mom, yeah, going into Macy's. <laughs> Come on, mom. <laughs> What? Sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're talking I, about things that germaphobes do, and we're trying to see if they're reasonable or extreme. Not shaking hands ever. Well, I'm a hugger, so. I like a good fist bump. I think that's extreme. Yeah, ever. you got to show professionalism sometimes. That's not hugging? Uh, not all, right. all the time. Fine. I love hugs. <laughs> uh, keeping hand sanitizer on you at all times. That's not extreme. Not extreme. You have to get rid of the germs. The, the, the best way to get rid of the germs that people have just touched you with, hand sanitizer. Yeah. I know a lot of people that are totally sane that carry hand sanitizer around. Uh, avoid getting on a subway. I'd say that's pretty easy for us. Not only that, even if... I don't even eat at Subway. Ugh. You want to <laughs> get away from germs? Don't eat at Subway. Keep going. <laughs> List of reasonable and extreme things that germaphobes do. Don't wear outside clothes in your house. Extreme. It is a little extreme, but I really like that idea. Because if you would, if you know that the Mister Rogers had it right, if you know the stuff that's on our feet and our shoes and our outside sweaters, you would follow this to a T. We just stripping down on your porch. If yeah. What to, are you doing this in, in your you realize garage? I used to uh, embalm bodies with shoes, and then I'd go walk around places in the city that <laughs> are going to touch the floor, and then your shoe was going to touch where my shoe and remnants of dead bodies is, and it's going to go on your carpet at home. Yeah, but if we don't think about it, then it doesn't exist. Nobody thinks about that kind of stuff. Keep going with this list of speaking, reasonable or extreme. <laughs> speaking things. of shoes, never touching the bottom of your shoe. Nobody does that. Who does that as a rule? I don't even touch the bottom of the shoe when I play Monopoly. Continue. <laughs> Clean your phone screen at least once a day. I do that. Those are nasty. Are, don't they say that our phones are nastier than toilets? Yep, they do. Okay, what about putting toilet paper or a protective cover on the toilet seat before you use it? I don't do that. I try to just because I like a little extra barrier where my bum has been against someone else's bum. 
Do you, Jordan, put protective barrier down? You know, I swear, people say that they do it all the time, but you never hear the sound of it. You know, like the <laughs> sound, and then they put it on the toilet seat, and then you would, it would sound like opening up a present, wouldn't it? When you sit crinkles. down on it. Yeah, you never easy. hear that. Or if they don't have those toilet-shaped ones, you just got to get the rolls of toilet paper and place them gently in the square. Yeah, so. that's what is happening when there's four porto potties at some event, and someone's in there for 45 minutes. Gross. Yeah, I came to go to the bathroom not to play Tetris on my toilet seat. Mm-hmm. Okay, Just hover. Don't, you, yeah. <laughs> don't use the five-second rule. The five-second rule is a myth anyway, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'll eat anything off the ground. I ate something off the ground last night, actually. It's on my Instagram. I ate a meal off the ground. All right. You did. Outside. Don't eat or drink off of other people. Now, this list says off of other people, which I don't eat off of people. But right. I'm assuming it's meaning don't drink or eat after them. Right. Yeah. Or off. I mean, yeah. Well, it depends on, I mean, it, 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 that's a good Friday. Have you ever been to a party where someone was laying there and you had, there was food all over them? And I you- have, and I got very uncomfortable. It was a sushi, sushi situation, and I was like, no, I'm not, no, no, no thanks. Pass. The party that I went to, we actually ate the person. That's Jordan Silver and Friends from 6 to 9 on The Buzz. I know it's an entire industry. I know it employs a lot of people. I know it's necessary. It absolutely is. But, man, I hate checking my mail. Like your email or your regular snail mail? honestly, both. We talked about it earlier. We all hate checking our regular mail. There's Mm. nothing in there, man. No. I'll I'll go a week or two, uh, two, maybe, two weeks, go open up my mail, and then... All that's in there are flyers. I got a magazine from High V yesterday. A magazine, uh, an entire magazine. I looked at it and I was like, "What did I get drunk and subscribe to? Is this is this Playgirl? Is this Playboy? What is this?" I pull it out and it's a magazine from High V. No one wants that. No one's reading that. Why? Why? I, I do feel like the Pizza Hut coupons are a bit gratuitous. I mean, I only I can only see so much stuffed crust pizza. Mm-hmm. You know, I love the coupons. Church's Chicken, Popeye's, Subway. When I can get go get a meal at a reduced price, nothing makes my heart more happy. Hmm. Um, that makes sense. But it totally clutters up your, your mailbox. Like, <sighs> Spectrum, I hate you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have stopped. It's been f- Two years since I've had Spectrum. I called them. I closed my account. They asked me why. I said, because I'm moving to Kansas City, bitch, and they got Google Fiber. I'm using that, not your Spectrum-ish. Exactly like that. They still send me email. They still send me mail every single day. Not only do they send it to me, they send it to the person that lived there before, and it says, or current resident, which my friend who delivers mail says that or current resident is you. Right. So that's the way that they can trick you. And also, since my real last name is Spanish, they send me, Spectrum sends me stuff in Spanish, too. And I haven't <laughs> used them. I called them, like, stop it. Leave me out of this. But I just donated to change.org for something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now my email inbox is just like change.org, change.org. And I unclick the thing that says send me every right. email. How do these places get away with this? I um I ordered a box of those daily harvest smoothies because you know I'm on this weight journey, mm-hmm. uh, and no joke, two emails a day, one in the morning, one in the evening, and I haven't even used the box they sent me. That's excessive. Have you ever clicked the? Because there's always a little link. It's incredibly small, and it says opt out. 
Yes. Right at the very so you click that and then it just leads to nothing. Well, and then it says it says may take thirty days to go into full effect. So I'm going to get another eighty seven hundred emails from you in the meantime. Right, <laughs> right, absolutely. I not. mean that's how I feel about CVS too because they always want your email address. They're like, you know, this giant receipt that you know is coming. <laughs> The scarf receipt. Yes, the scarf receipt. The one that's the reason that these poor cashiers have to change the paper roll like eight times during their shift. That is, I asked. I asked somebody at CVS about that, and that's what they said. But if you want my, you're crazy if you want my email, CVS. If that's what your receipts look like, what the hell do you think they're going to do to your email? Well, that's why you got to give them the fake email. Just go, my email is abc at go.com. Or... Chris.minders at 965thebuzz.com. Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. Chris, you've got tickets to a show to give out at the end of this. I sure do. We'll get to that, but first, tell us what's going on in the world. There's a stately home at 54th and Warnell. Stately? Stately. Yeah. What's that mean? Grand and beautiful. Just checking. The new owners just paid $1.5 million for it. Then they discovered it needs a million dollars worth of work to make it livable that the sellers neglected to disclose. <gasps> it's got asbestos and lead that's just filled the property. You can't even live in it right now. Well, did they not get somebody to inspect it? You would think they would find all of that during inspection if it needs a million dollars. Uh, but they want to now tear the house down and build new. And the neighbors are upset. How upset are they? They are so upset that they are urging the historic council to deny them the right to demolish the home. He promises he'll build a home that has within the character of the neighborhood. But people says like, and I don't believe you because y'all build these modern homes that make the neighborhood looks whack. Well, this is what they do in the Hollywood Hills, which is crazy. You'll spend 15, not you, <laughs> rich people will spend $15 million to buy a house that maybe was built two years before. But then the YouTube star isn't that famous anymore and that rich. And so they had to move out and they'll knock down the house and build whatever the hell they want. They buy the land up there. It's crazy. So wasteful. So what do you think about this? I mean, is it, is it part of the Historic Society? Uh, it, the home is on the National Historic Register, and this is a ginormous house. For a million and a half bucks, I think you got the house cheap enough where putting a million into it would be worth it. I mean, it's a big 6,000 square foot home. Mm, I wonder when the house is either fixed or new, if they need roommates. <laughs> We're All moving right. in. What is what else is going on in the news? Uh, we've got a new free agent in the NFL, Tom Brady. Is this a fact? Because don't did you read about this? I read don't. about this. There's rumors circulating, but the rumors are about as solid as they can be. That okay, they so this are starts with this is a rumor. Confident there that they are pretty sure that he will not be with the Patriots next year. Ooh. This year. Leaving, possibly leaving the Patriots. Mm-hmm. They said they will be stunned if he rejoins with the Patriots. Who said that they'll be stunned? People on ESPN. Okay. Wow. Well, everybody's been wondering when this was going to be, when it was going to be the year for him. I hate how everyone's like, he's 42 and so old to play in the NFL, but damn. All right, we'll keep our eye on that news yeah, story. I'm interested to see if uh, Patriot fans will stay with him or now turn on him if they go to like a rival team or something. Oh, they'll turn on him. Ooh. I'm from New England. I know how those people <laughs> are born and raised. 
What else is going on in this? Uh, more than 40% of American adults are obese, which is a 10% increase over the last 20 years, which is pretty significant. The ease of processed foods and sugar has exacerbated this horrible situation. You mean kind of like the donut and fried chicken sandwich? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Stop looking at me with that when you tell that story. I'm working I'm, on it. Sleep for life. You are... Oh, my God, he's mad. Just Stream Jordan Silver and Friends 6 to 9 on the Radio.com app. I love listening to books, like audiobooks. I can't stand to read. I can't. You don't like reading? Oh, no, hell no. I love reading. I can't just look at a page and see those words. If I hear it, I will get it. I will understand it. I could be doing two or three things at the same time. Totally understand it. But when it comes to actually reading a book, no, you won't catch me doing I retain that. it much better if I'm listening to it. Same. Yeah. Exactly. Sure. I'll make notes, all that. But that's why I have an Audible subscription. Hmm. And that means that once a month I can download a, quote, free book, which is really just pay for. Um, and uh, when I forget, because life is busy, we're in Kansas City, there's shows all the time, there's stuff to do. Yeah. When I forget, then it sends me a reminder to use my credit. And it also sends me suggestions of books. What that, if you don't use your credit? I don't know. It builds up. Like you get two credits, three credits, oh. maybe. But it also sends you the suggestions of what they think you would like based on the books, the audio books that you've downloaded before. I love oh, algorithms boy. that suggest your recommendations. Okay. Well, we've done this before mm -hmm. on the show, and it was embarrassing. Weren't they like horrible self-help books for you? All self-help books. Yeah. yeah. All self-help books about dating a narcissist and why your mommy doesn't love you and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, this is awful. Come on. What? But. Accurate. Hmm. I would like, I, I, since I'm new to all of this, I would like to hear some suggestions. Well, since it's been a couple months since I forgot to get a new, to download a new book, I think the things that I've been searching for have added to the algorithm and it's not just about um, being in an awful relationship and having mental problems. So good. That's positive. Uh, since you are both my close friends, just mm -hmm. tell me if these books fit me. All right. So Audible suggested a book by Laura Cleary called Idiot. <laughs> Idiot. No. Like how to deal with them or like when no. you realize. It just says Laura Cleary. Idiot. It says nothing about what the book's about. But the first thing that Audible suggested for me to use my credit is on a book called Idiot. I feel like that would be on your bookshelf, though. So Laura, Laura Cleary's a comedian, though. Yeah. Maybe they're saying that you relate well to comedians because you're also a comedian. She's a beautiful blonde. Woman. Yes. <laughs> the next suggestion from Audible, How to Talk Dirty. Ooh. Hundreds of dirty talk examples what? to turn up the heat and drive your partner wild. Do they know that your life has become less single? It has not. I am. How to Talk Dirty to my cat. Maybe. <laughs> That's the one thing we don't do. Actually, that's... Declare war on yourself is another audible suggestion. How to get your act together. Declare war on yourself. How to get your act together. Audible is saying that... Suggesting this book. That one doesn't seem like you. How I feel like you're very organized and have your stuff together. Oh, no, I think... That's on the outside, fool. Oh. <laughs> on the inside, it's, it's like, you have a damn mess. It's all smoke and mirrors. Don't we all have a facade? <laughs> are you as together on the outside as you are on the inside? 
Oh, no, it's a lot darker under here. That's what I'm saying. Uh, the next Audible suggestion for me to use my credit, they sent me how to lead when you're not in charge. Does that fit me? No, mm. because you, I, I mean, you are in charge, right? Yeah, only of three hours on the radio. <laughs> well, yeah, but we all know it's more than three hours. that You spend hours a day on this. Right, but still. Uh, the next Audible suggestion, loving him well. Nope. Initially, I'm going to go no. Yeah. Practical advice on influencing your husband. Why would you send me this as a suggestion, Audible? Uh, smart reads, MDMA, and other psychedelic drugs. Okay. That sounds like you. Mm-hmm. Speaking effective English, your guide to learning how to speak. <laughs> that one seems most appropriate. Forward that one to me. Then another book that Audible suggested called, quote, He's Not That Interested, He's Just Passing Time. Forty unmistakable behaviors of men who avoid commitment and play games with women. This is, the, this is what Audible is suggesting. Isn't Audible connected to your Amazon? I th- yeah, yeah. I think so it is. it's like maybe adding all these things in from my algorithm. From so far, your algorithm thinks that you are a man who needs to start loving on his wife more. What or the reverse Googling. of that? No, I don't know what I'm Googling to get. He's not that interested. He's just passing passing time. Forty unmistakable behaviors of men who are afraid of commitment. Mm-hmm. Well, next on the audible suggestion, James Earl Jones reads the Bible. That would be a good one, right? And you got James Earl Jones, Moses. <laughs> I would not read the Bible even if Taylor Swift was reading it. Yes, you would. The ne- maybe that's the only time. <laughs> if she records the Bible, maybe I'll read yes, it. Yes, you would. Or listen. Um, all right, my next audible suggestion. How to argue with a cat. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real yes. audiobook that Audible is suggested. On point. Absolutely. The Human's Guide to the Art of Cat Persuasion. Awesome. You can persuade your cat? No, no there's no can't. way. I, we should have a new segment, and it's Jordan Silver speaking to her cat, and it's just randomly recorded conversations with Blanche. We I think it's brilliant. have done that. Oh. <laughs> I want to hear it. Mm. <laughs> and the next audible suggestion, thyroid healing. I'm sorry. Mm. What? I mean, thyroid Think you have thyroid issues? I don't know. Audible, the place where I get my audiobooks to listen to for fun, thinks I have a thyroid issue. Um, <laughs> just a couple more. Thyroid issues. Win back the narcissist, what your friends won't tell you. That's more like the books oh, that it was yeah, yeah. suggesting before. That's so it's got to throw one in there. Um, uh, two more audible suggestions since I haven't used my credit and this is what they think of me. I always wonder that. I always wonder what my Amazon picker thinks of me, too. Mm-hmm. They're like, all right, I need to get these cat coasters and this giant thing of Tide and <laughs> underwear. <laughs> okay. The next suggestion, pregnant by my sister's baby daddy. Whoa. Wow. Must read. But there isn't enough caffeine in the world to handle that statement. I know. Pregnant by my Sister's Baby Daddy. And just if you're getting in the car and heard that title, you can absolutely picture exactly what the cover of this of this book looks like. It's exactly what you're thinking. The big old font with, with the uh, cursive font and awful. The last audible suggestion, this one, 
the AI who loved me. Oh, that one's sad. <laughs> the AI, look, 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 look at the, look at the AI, artificial intelligence, by the way, the, the, the robot who loved me is the last suggestion from Audible. But look at what the robot is holding. A cat. A cat. Follow Jordan Silver on Instagram at J-O-R-D-I-N Silver. I love when we have updates to things. Mm-hmm. And this is probably one of the, the, the biggest things that the Buzz family has reached out. Yeah, they have. And talked about with us. At this time last week, Chris, we had one more thing left to do. So you wanted to read from Miss B's journal. You found this thing, this like entry mm-hmm. that seemed pretty mystifying. This is something that we do. Miss B is the old lady that Chris drives around. She's 94. Will be 94. So she's 93. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, she, she sounds like she's lived quite the life. She has. She's lived a full life, has been all over the country at various times. And she gave you this box of stuff mm-hmm. to um, throw away, but then you decided to look through it. Another man's trash is another person's treasure. Yes. And when you were looking through it, you found this journal that all of a sudden had these stories. But her handwriting's a little weird. Yeah, I thought it was just an old book, but the, the pencil is so... Faded, mm-hmm. that it's really, I thought it was just an empty book. So going through it, I, I saw these are actually journal entries of her. Mm-hmm. So I tried to decipher them, and it takes a while. But I found one, the one we talked about last Friday, where she had an audition. Right. That's crazy. And when we talked about it, the Buzz family was like, um, they put together that it was well, something different. It said that uh, she had a, a co-star that was a little dog. She overshadowed the scarecrow, so the director told her that she was too tall, and that that they gave the part to Judy. Right. And so the Buzz family put together that this, (laughs) that Miss B apparently tried out for The Wizard of Oz. That's what they say, but I I can't confirm that. I, I, how do we know for sure? Well, you're supposed to have asked her. I did. Okay. I drove her this week. Mm Mm-hmm. I I wasn't sure how to bring this up because I can't tell her that I have been reading her journal. That's true. Hmm. So I decided to play Somewhere Over the Rainbow on on my CD to see how she responds to it. Right. So right. I, the, the, That's the song from The Wizard of Oz. And so maybe that is such a smart way to subtly ask this woman if she <laughs> was in The Wizard of Oz or was originally cast for Wizard of the, Oz. The atmosphere in the room, in the car, got cold quickly. She, when you played Somewhere Over the yes! Rainbow? She she tensed up and got all rigid, looked over here. She slammed her hand against, like, the, the power volume to shut it off. She says, weird. She slammed her old lady hand, because you know those are weird and long <laughs> and wrinkly and, like, uh-huh. saggy and it's, stuff. It startled me. She slammed me. her old lady hand against her stereo? Yeah. To, to shut it off. off? Yeah. To shut off. The music? the Which, which was the Wizard of Oz uh, song. And I said, what's, the rainbow. What's, what's going on here? What are you doing? She's like, we're not listening to that. I'm like, why can't we listen to that? She said, I do not want to speak about that. I, 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 so then what? I, I, I asked, what do you mean you can't speak about it? She said, don't ask me about that again. Did you ask her again? I, I couldn't. She's an old tall lady and she gets very angry. Yeah, and she's got her gangly arms. She has no problem hitting things in the, with them in her car. Scandal. Ooh. I don't know. So wait, from those... 
context clues from that behavior. You can grab a lot of things from people by the way that they're acting. Yeah. You know, rather what they're doing rather than what they're saying. Um, I've never had that. I've never had someone get that angry over hearing somewhere over the rainbow. Well, I would if I originally got the part of Dorothy and then I was too tall for it and given the other part to you think it what do you I don't know I mean it it makes sense there's some things put together but there's no way right I guess we'll never know if you need your Jordan Silver and Friends fix during the weekend check out Jordan's Instagram at J-O-R-D-I-N Silver Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 